What's up, everybody? Welcome into Pace the Nation. Broadcasting back here at Studio 1A in downtown Arlington, Virginia. Back here in the heart of Arlington. Of course, that is Clarendon, the center of the universe. I'm your host, Chris Farley. Back with episode 173. And with me, a full crew intact to my right. I think we've probably said it was diagonal last episode, but she is diagonal or to my right. It's Tess Strike. Tess. Counterclockwise. 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 Yes. Tess, how are you? <laughs> We're great. Good. And to my left, he's certainly to my left. It's William E. Docs. Docs, what's up? Never wavered. Never wavered. You've always mm-hmm. been to my left. Mm-hmm. That's always been a thing. Yeah. You've yes. never done a seat swap of any kind. No. These are the assigned seats. No, these are even pictures. Yes, even pictures. We try to get in the correct mm-hmm. order. I shouldn't have just said that because now I know that uh, <laughs> everybody's, the fact everybody's gonna that, yeah. find a bunch Nobody of pictures. Nobody told where me that's this. Not yeah. the case. Yeah. I've been floating all over <laughs> without know, a plan. I know. That's true. All right, well, we will tighten that up for future pictures. It's actually not true for the pictures. I'll just go ahead and say it right, right there. Stop right. looking. So, yes. <laughs> All right, a big show to get to uh, today, guys. Uh, excited to be joined. Now, this is a tape, taped interview. I, I just want to say it off the top because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, unfortunately, we couldn't be together uh, the Friday before Marine Corps, but we had a couple guys in town, really inspiring guys, Cedric King, Stefan Leroy. Uh, they run for the Achilles International Freedom Team, both double amputees, who uh, lost their legs in, Af- in Afghanistan. Uh, they were great to catch up with and talk about what they do, and they were in town to re- represent uh, the Achilles Freedom International Freedom Team and represent Cigna uh, at the Marine Corps Marathon 10K. They are avid runners and really was a great sit-down. Uh, you guys will be hearing it for the first time. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. I, I for once, get to be a yeah. listener, <laughs> listener to the program. To the so yeah. they, they were awesome. So I really look forward to to playing that interview for you and uh, the rest of the Pace of the Nation Nation. Also in today's program, a big show to get to. Big, big show. We had the New York City Marathon last week. Uh, a number of stories from the New York City Marathon. None of the hosts were there this year. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. But we'll try to make that happen next year. But... Still plenty of stories always out of New York, so we'll talk about that. A local coach in the news, he's also a former guest. I want to promote uh, this local coach, and he's been nominated for an award that I need all our listeners to vote for him for this award. We will get into that later on in the program. It's election day. How how yeah, relevant. Per- uh, perfect. I didn't even think about that. Exactly. I know you didn't think about that. Yeah, um, I will vote. I don't. I haven't voted. Have no, you, that's okay. You don't have to vote. I, no, I, I will vote. I, will I did vote. vote this morning. Nice. No sticker though. Yeah. No, I don't want a sticker. I don't yeah. need to tell everybody I voted on a sticker. I tell them on my podcast. Uh, also, finally on on the program, we we, we uh, want to talk about uh, the Marine Corps Marathon shirt and a video that they sent out last week. Um, I see you did vote, Tess. I did. Nice. I have my sticker. Nice, you do, Docs. You I declined the-, the sticker. I went to the, I went to vote this morning, mm-hmm. in a monsoon. It was pouring <laughs> it was. rain, and I walked to the polling station from my house, uh, and I got soaking wet, but I did it anyway. I hope that everybody else went out to vote and nobody was deterred by the weather. Well, you just Farley, told me not to vote. I, well, I don't like. I don't think you should vote. No, I will. I will vote. Of course, everybody should vote, and I know you're being sarcastic. Um, <laughs> no, I really don't think you should vote. You personally. I think everybody <laughs> right. should vote. Right. It's their right. Correct. Uh, I just think it's okay if you don't vote. 
so you walked uh, to the voting station in mm-hmm. the monsoon. It mm-hmm. was coming down this morning. Yeah, yeah, and it yes, exactly. And at the same time, I was I was really uh, nervous about my transportation to the studio as well right. at that time. Well, let me let me. We're, I'm going to touch on that uh, mm-hmm. in a second here. But Tess, uh, you voted this in the monsoon. also in the monsoon. I walked, <laughs> but I guarded my sticker in my pocket nice the whole way work. home. Nice work. I, I decided to. Um, Wait for the monsoon to be over. So I'm going to mm-hmm. vote this afternoon. Um, it's super. I mean, everybody seems. I mean, lines are short and like people talk about how difficult and long lines and all that stuff. It's That's usually, not my experience, right? It's usually after 5 p.m. Oh, okay. Like, all right. So like people there. who work a full day's work, yeah. then they end up going to the poll at the same okay. time. If you are like me enjoying retirement you can take <laughs> right. a leisurely stroll after breakfast over to the polling station and uh the whole process takes about three minutes how, how long did it take you i was in and out but yeah. you know you wait 15 minutes at trader joe's to get to the line right, to check out true. might as well wait to vote too no doubt yeah but at trader joe's you get uh peanut butter cups you get a snack yeah. snack incentivized <laughs> voting yes they did you know what they did this year uh they in, I voted at elementary school, and we always go in the doors, and the, the polls are in the gymnasium. Mm-hmm. And this year, they had us walk through the cafeteria. And so I opened up the door to go into the cafeteria, and they have this real big PTA uh, bake sale. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's smart. That's very mm-hmm. smart. So I'm sure they've got a few of your dollars. On no, 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 no. No? Okay. No, I was all business today. Were they themed? Like themed cupcakes, red, white, and blue, Probably. tiny flags, and M&Ms? No, they're just selling. They should have done that. Last, right, they should. Last last election two years ago, they were set up outside, and it also monsooned. And they were setting up this big tent, and they didn't know how to open up the tent, but I did from my fishmongering experience. <laughs> so I helped them with the tent, and then they had their table set up, side by side where one of the tables was out in the rain collecting water and i was like why don't you just turn this so that it's at a 90 degree angle and it all fits under the uh the the tent and so i i made i I got the tent up for them and then i fixed their tables for them did they then ask you what grade your child was in no they didn't ask they didn't they also didn't say thank you Rude. That's well, why I didn't buy anything this well, year. <laughs> well, uh, you mentioned that you're uh, retiring. Are you retiring from selling fish? Because I know some of our listeners have bought fish from you. They have. Yeah. yeah. Are you you're done with that too? I haven't. I haven't sold fish in a while. Okay. I don't have a car right now. Yeah. Uh, so I can't sell fish. Well, I'm glad you brought up not having a car. Mm-hmm. Um, now, uh, we we saw you roll in on. You know, one of the the main topics on this show mm-hmm. recently, a bird scooter. Yeah, my inaugural. Was it your first time mm-hmm. on the bird scooter? Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. You got to tell us about your experience. My first time, it it was uh, it was much faster than I thought it would be, okay. uh, and and I cried afterwards. <laughs> well, we got <laughs> we got pictures. <laughs> we got pictures. I didn't see you crying. We got pictures of uh, him as he came to the studio. You did also wear protection. Yes. I did. I yeah. did. Yeah. yeah. He had a helmet on. Yep. Yeah. I can't, you know, I can't stand that people don't wear helmets. Come on. Well, you know, I, I protect that. I've never worn a helmet on. Well, I, you don't have much to protect. I, 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 I don't say that you shouldn't wear a helmet, but I've never worn a helmet. Mm-hmm. Not, I've never had any close calls. Arlington that. County put out a referendum on it. So they essentially said not allowed on sidewalks, not allowed on trails. So Custis, right. anything else like that. Firm no, must be in the road. 
I've run on the Custis Trail a good amount, and I see bird scooters. They're all over. There. Illegal. They're all Illegal. over the Custis okay. Trail and the WNOD Trail. Okay. All right, so uh, your bird scooter was near your house. Uh, you, you open, unlock it, no problem, and get here. That's not and, true. No? Okay. Dude, I I walked over. There's there's like a stash of them, like, like 15 of them, mm-hmm. all on this corner by my house. So I was like, oh, I'm going to go do that. So I downloaded the app, I put my credit card on, and I walked over there. It's probably about six blocks from my house. Nice little walk. Mm-hmm. I walk up to it, I open the app, and my phone shuts down. Well, you got to charge your phone. My phone was fully charged. Well. And so I had to walk back to the house, I plug it in. As soon as I plug it in, it's immediately 48%. Here, see, see, this is, you're, you're striking a chord here. That, that, that's a little bit on you, because I know that you use rogue charging cords. You have to use Apple's no. authorized cords. No, I use the Apple cord. You do. I don't well, have rogue cords. You have, a rogue, you have a rogue cord. You walked in with a rogue cord. No, Something I didn't. Something that was off Amazon for, you know, no, four I didn't. bucks. No, I didn't. That's the charger. All right. Well, I've seen some rogue cords, so this that's... Is, that. I don't have a rogue cord. I, okay. I don't know why you're saying that. Okay. I do not have a rogue All right. cord. All right. All right. That's you fine. Teach me about power. All right. So that... <laughs> that's... that. All right. I'll... I will... Uh, you retract that statement and issue an apology. I will retract the statement. Uh-huh. But I've I've seen you with with some cords that look like you bought them off Amazon for no, five bucks. That's those not don't true. work. Well, as a PSA, you can't use those. You got to use the Apple cords. Unfortunately, you got to pay full freight at the Apple store for the cords to get your uh, phone to you, actually charge to full. You know, I have like forty five Apple cords. Yeah. Like okay. you've seen my charging station at my house. Okay, I I, I have. Okay, all right. So you, you use the correct cord. Fine. I won't uh, uh-huh. I won't press you on that anymore. Uh-huh. The other thing that you're doing wrong is your phone's too old. Everybody knows. I'm not, I'm not spending a thousand dollars on a telephone. <laughs> I, and I can't stand when people say that either. Now you're really striking a chord Why? here. The word telephone. No, well, the thousand dollars on a phone. You're not using the thousand dollars. It's not. It's not $1,000 on a phone. It is is $1,000 on a piece of equipment that allows you to live your life. It's not a phone that you're just... It's not a telephone that you're using to make calls. Maybe this is going back to your watch situation. You don't need the phone to live your life. You you actually do because how would he have gotten over here with the bird scooter? This is a device that allowed you to get the bird scooter why, to come over to why this. why so you it's tell sort me of this. a transportation device too you, you are such a no it's a thousand dollars no no it's not listen why why did it shut down when i had 50 percent because charge? you have the iphone 6 or 5 or something so like what that. so what they they are shutting it down on purpose so that I'm think oh I need to get a new phone. They're not. It, it's not something wrong with the device. No. It's something wrong with the program. No, it's not. It's that there is so much great new technology that the old hardware cannot handle the great new technology and all the apps that the iPhone 10. I love. IPhone I love 8. having a technical discussion with you. I'm glad this is not a technical podcast. Well, he did. He was an engineer at yeah. UVA. I was a, and you got by on the skin of your teeth. <laughs> I did, but all I do know that you can't litter your phone with new age apps and expect it to actually. work. I don't have. I have like four apps on there. Bird scooter app. Okay, that's the that's the new PayPal. one. PayPal. 
I don't have PayPal on it. Pal. Yeah, but if you look at BirdScooter, it's using what? GPS and a payment processing system. Yeah, that, that's true. All right, so maybe it's not the apps. It's the phone. The hardware dies, okay? No. That's what happens. That's I'm what telling happens. you, the battery is 48% when I immediately plugged it in. Well, it it's wasn't, It's the software. Obviously. It's not the hardware. It's the software. Well, obviously, it wasn't 48% if it died on you. It is. I, I've actually looked this up, and you can look this up. You can do a little bit of research before you start uh, fine. yelling at me about how things work. If you work. coughed up enough money for a new phone, you would have been fine. I do know that. If I get a new phone, it's not going to be an Apple. Well, I, I, I discriminate. <laughs> I, 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 I do discriminate against... I don't trust people who don't have Apple phones. I, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All of my tech friends have uh, phones that are not Apple phones. Apple phones, Apple phones are for people that are... system, all this stuff. Yeah, that, yeah exactly. Yeah. Well, get a new phone and you, your phone won't die. That's, that's the answer. Mm-hmm. You can't have an iPhone 5 in 2018. You just can't. I have two of them. Well... You 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 should you should. You know what I need a phone for? Add I, them together and have an iPhone. 10 I need a then. phone to make telephone calls. I need a phone to make text messages. Yes, good. You'd be you'd be surprised. I, everybody who talks about the thousand dollar phone, it's just mm-hmm. not true. The phone is is allowing you to to access a bird scooter, which is giving you transportation from your house. It's still to overvalued. The it's it's way overvalued. It's a computer in your hands. You can go. My computer for a costs run. less than a thousand dollars, and I can't record a podcast on and edit it on fine. my phone. You can't, but you can do iMovie and you can edit some videos on your phone now. Not so, my phone. Well, yeah, get, get an <laughs> iPhone 10. But I don't so, want to do that stuff. Well, it, it, the people who say a thousand dollars for a phone, this isn't a telephone. This is a device that is. Well, I want a telephone. Well, that, that I, ship I understand that. Sailed. It's it's. But t- but here's the thing. What 1992 what are, what are, is not coming back. What are it, what are my we options, are, here we, here Chris? We, we what are. are my what are my options for a phone if I don't want to do all of that stuff? If I just want to have a uh, telephone and text message well, machine, that's why. Why is my option have to be high end or nothing? Well, I, I'm sorry. You, to to operate in the new age of 2018, almost to 2019, you have to have a high end phone. I'm sorry, I That's can it. I can afford it, but there's a ton of people that can't. It's like uh, I understand. I understand. So That's, what is, what's the options? Um. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I mean. So then, why do they push that? Well, I mean, I. I so the okay. So what are the options? Okay, uh-huh. you can go and buy. You can buy an Android phone that's probably mm-hmm. you know a, a couple hundred bucks or something like that. Yes, that that can work if you okay. just want to text and you want to make phone calls. Okay, but I would say you're limiting yourself if you just want to do that with your phone. It's actually the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> if you buy an Apple phone, you're limiting yourself. I don't know. All right, we've got so much to cover. Uh-huh. Um, that was a 14 minute conversation. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. And the whole point of that conversation was that I was late because my technology failed me. Right. And for some reason, you did a 13-minute I don't know. I Apple, you struck a chord. I'm sorry. Advertisement. <laughs> Apple advertisement. Yeah. And they don't, yeah. even, they don't even advertise with us. Uh, another thing I was thinking was that maybe Bird Scooter can start sponsoring my rides to the studio. Not after how much we've said about them in a negative yeah, light. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You might want to edit they some don't, of that. They don't, they don't need to know all that. Right. No. Take down episodes I, 150 through I'm 173. Not sure, I'm not sure that we've said anything negative about Bird Scooter. I think we've said something negative about the people who ride Bird Scooters. That's an important distinction. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right. A lot to get to. Let's Let's go to our taped interview here, guys. Excited about our next guests, Cedric King and Stefan Leroy, 
who are both featured in the book Courage to Go Forward. It's a new book that features inspiring individuals like Cedric and Stefan who have disabilities and experienced life-altering medical injuries. They both had their legs. uh, They're both double, double amputees. Cedric and Stefan race with the Achilles International Freedom Team, and they're going to join us next here on Pace the Nation. All right, welcome back to the program. And now we are excited to be joined by a couple of stud athletes from the Achilles Freedom Team. I've got a couple of them to my left here. It's Stefan Leroy. Stefan, what's up? How are you? I'm doing awesome. Thanks for having us, Chris. Absolutely. Good to see you, man. And then to my right, it's Cedric King. Cedric. How's it going? Good, man. Thank you guys so much for for joining us here in uh, beautiful Washington, D.C. We are the weekend of the Marine Corps Marathon. We're obviously in Arlington, right outside Washington, D.C. Um, I, I previewed kind of who you guys were before you came on the show, um, but uh, let's let's start with what kind of what brings you guys to, uh, to to D.C. this weekend. Is it for the Marine Corps Marathon? We're here for the 10K. We're running it with Achilles Freedom Team as well as uh, with our guys from Cigna. Okay, cool. Um, and... For you, Cedric, no marathon, 10K no marathon, as well? Sad to say, no marathon, okay. but but we will be doing a 10K. Okay. Um, I think that the marathon is a goal that we will set, but we yeah. do run marathons. Well, you guys so. run marathons. Yeah. We're going to talk about that. I mean, you guys are stud marathon runners, and um, but this is not your first trip to, to D.C. Oh, I know it's not Stefan's first trip to D.C. Uh, I was uh, thrilled to uh, find out just a couple minutes ago that you've done one of our races. You did the Love to Run You're With 5K. I mean, t- tell me about that. Was that one of your first that you've done? Uh, that was my first uh, 5K. Your since. first 5K. Yes, first 5K since I got injured. Wow. Uh, it was a month after I started running. Cedric told me, hey, you can go farther, a uh, farther distance faster than you can. And I was like, that sounds great. Let's do that. And then I was sick for a week. So... <laughs> Um, it was a good race. <laughs> so, you, so you ran it and got sick for a week, but it didn't scare you off. It didn't scare me off. It was just like, ah, oh, if I do it again, it must get easier from here. Oh, that's awesome. Well, you guys have done amazing things. We're going to talk about all your running, uh, but let's take let's take the audience back. Uh, so both of you guys served in Afghanistan, right? And uh, both lost your limbs in Afghanistan. Stand, uh, uh, Cedric, tell us your, your story. Uh, I, in Afghanistan, uh, I was just, it was supposed to be an easy day where we were supposed to do reconnaissance. My platoon was tasked for doing a reconnaissance of coming back with some vital information. We both had, had, you know, military, you know, experience. And what ended up happening is the insurgents were, were attacking, you know, planes and convoys mm-hmm. and aircraft and vehicles. And our platoon, uh, we were just tasked to go out and bring back reconnaissance to actually identify this, in fact, is the cell that is doing these, these particular things to people in our area. Mm-hmm. Uh, during the, during the, the mission, I stepped on an IED mm. and uh, lost both legs. Wow. So what, when was that? Uh, that was July 25th, 2012. 2012. Yeah. Okay. That's during the fighting season. Anybody who's listening to this has ever been to Afghanistan is a part of the year they call uh, fighting season around wow. Ramadan, and uh, that's when you know you're going to see a lot of attacks. So uh, you you step on th- this explosive device, and I mean, what are your f- initial reactions? I, I've I've never talked to somebody who who's who's been through that, have lost their limbs. I mean, do you think your life is over? I mean, what what were you f- initially thinking? 
Yeah, initially, initially, I thought that you know this was going to be it, and I treasured the days that were you know before you mm. know before this injury. Mm-hmm. Typically, when you lose your legs, you tend to think that the greatest days and the greatest times were before this injury, and you tend to reminisce on some of the things that you've done before. But it, it came a point to where maybe like a tipping point where it, it began to be, hey, maybe my bet, maybe my best days mm-hmm. are actually ahead. Um, maybe I can have some better times uh, in the future. Wow. And and sooner or later, you, you kind of let go of, you know, the feeling sorry for yourself complex, you know. All right. We're going to talk a lot about that. I want to get uh, Stefan's story. Uh, did you, And you got, did you guys know each other before this? Probably not, right? We were, we were actually in the same major command. Okay. Um, but, but we, uh, we got, we got injured a month apart. I didn't okay. know him. He didn't know me. We were yeah. actually at two austere remote places. Uh, it's so far right. out that you can't even. I wouldn't have ever met him. Yeah. You, you right. can't even drive vehicles to him. You have to yeah. fly in. And you have Got to fly it. out. All right. So your story, uh, similar story. How did it happen for you? Uh, similar story. I was in Afghanistan, same time period, um, and I, we're on a small uh, road outpost and going to check out possible IEDs on some uh, major routes, uh, and then exploited that site. No IEDs there. But then two, um, two guys in my platoon who were setting up blocking positions, stepped on bombs almost simultaneously. We went over to provide aid for them, called the medevac bird, and we're getting ready to pick them up on the stretcher, tamed a helicopter, and I stepped on another IED. Mm. Um, same thing, lost both my legs right away. Uh, my buddy who was on the stretcher, Brandon Goodine, didn't make it. He died. Mm. Um, and then kind of from there, go back to Walter Reed and recover. Yeah, and we'll talk about your experience with Walter Reed. I mean, initially for you, did uh, similar to Cedric, are you thinking, wow, this is it? And what are your thoughts immediately after uh, you, you, you lose your legs? I mean, I just can't fathom, and our audience probably can't fathom. I, I think to me it actually was uh, not as, not as, uh, as soul-breaking and mm-hmm. to go through that because my buddy was a quadruple amputee mm-hmm. two months before that. And to know that he was already covering and up and walking at Walter Reed, and to be to get blown up like I don't have my legs, I have my hands work, the rest of me is functioning, and know that my guys are going to take care of me, this is all going to work out. I'm going to see him. I'm going to have a life. I think it, it helped change that perspective. Well, uh, you, you guys, spoiler alert for the audience: the story ends up turning out really well. They're here to promote uh, <laughs> a uh, a book that they're both profiled in. The book is Courage to Go Forward. Uh, and we're going to talk about that book, uh, but we, uh, you, you know, what what is so fascinating to me is that you guys both had such positive attitudes. So, talk about the process. Both going to Walter Reed. Uh, did you guys meet there? And what's that process of recovery like? Yeah, I think I think we both met at Walter Reed. Okay. Just, just there's there's a, a amputee gym, mm-hmm. sort of like the gym that you would go to in your neighborhood, but. It's a gym that's specifically set for amputees, and I would see Stefan. He would have his, you know, his appointment time, and I would have my appointment time, and you just see each other in passing. And uh, I remember uh, right around 2013, 2013 I think, uh, the Boston, the Boston bomb. Marathon had happened, and yeah. the bomb happened that particular yep. day. I found out that there were a couple of guys from Walter Reed that actually went to the the the, the marathon and had done the marathon on a hand cycle. Wow. And uh, when my nurse case manager told me that Stefan had finished third that year on the hand cycle overall, I was like, <laughs> it's just crazy. What right. am I doing with my life? What, what, wait, how did he do this? So I just made a conscious decision. Next year, I'm going to run it. 
So, and, and for the audience, Cedric was a very good runner before, um, you know, before this happened. Were. We both were pretty Bo- good Bo- Both of yeah. you guys were. I, I mean, I read that you were, you know, you were doing two miles under, you know, 12 minutes, which is, you know, a six-minute clip. Uh, so running was a pretty big part of your lives. Yeah, well, you, you run in the military because you have to. There's yeah. a big sergeant that's usually saying, run. <laughs> and if you don't, then you got to answer to me. So yeah. it's not really like you, you, you grow a love affair with right. But you do it because you have to do it. It's just part of our, our culture. Yeah. And, uh, and I was like, man, this guy, he's really pretty good shape. If he can do yeah. you know that, I got to get my stuff together. You know? So so take me to the timeline. So it, it, your your accident happened uh, 2012 as well. Um, and then you quickly got into the, 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 the marathoning world and did the hand cycle uh, event at Boston? Yeah, I was um, – I, I got injured and I got out of the hospital. And two months later, I was on a hand cycle because wow. – I, I miss that feeling of going fast and being active again and, mm-hmm. and being at the hospital and being um, stuck inside and in a wheelchair was very difficult for me. So I turned to hand cycle and said, hey, I can do this. I can go fast. I can be physically active again. And to train for Boston um, was a great way to have an outlet where prosthetic-wise, initially for the first two years, I really struggled getting anywhere with that mm-hmm. um, because I would I'd rip apart my legs. Um, so hand cycling was just, that was the way to go. So take me back to Walter Reed. I've been over there, and it's inspiring. I mean, the attitude and the, the, the energy that's there from, from the amputees is just incredible. But I can't imagine it's always like that. There's got to be, like, down times. It's got to be hard. I mean, take us through some of that. Yeah, it is. It's, it's times where it's not always inspiring. Mm-hmm. But that is what makes the best come out of people. It cannot always be, you know— Right. You know, the, the highest Moses, the highs. Moses holds up his staff <laughs> and the the water spreads. It's not always like that. It, it it has to be times where there's sorrow. It has to be times. And I've learned to appreciate the times where it sucks. Mm-hmm. So that when the times where it does get good, it's actually really good. You have to learn to appreciate the sunny days mm-hmm. and the rainy days, the snowy days, and the beautiful days. You have to learn to appreciate it all because they all have their place. Um, when you go to Walter Reed, you see guys that have that have seen the worst of humanity happen to them, and they're continuing to put on a good a good smile, a good attitude. But that takes time, though. Yeah, it takes time. It's not an overnight process. You have to learn that, man. Yes, it sucks, but I got this. Right, right. I got this. No different than the runners that are listening to this now. A marathon is very much like life, mm-hmm. and in their times where on the run. Just stuff that's not even your fault happens. <laughs> it just, I was just at Louisville last week, yeah. and my my bike derailleur comes loose, tears my wheel up. Mm. It's not my race this time, you know. It's not. I wasn't doing anything wrong. I just I hit a bump, just like Stefan and I. We were in Afghanistan. Something happened. Not our fault. It was right. just, we were there, and though you learn to say, "Hey, look, this is a life lesson," you know. Yep. Stuff's gonna happen. And it's how you react to it, and you guys have reacted to it amazingly. Uh, t- talk about some of the, the physical therapists and, and, and the support you have at Walter Reed. I mean, it's got to be incredible, right? Yeah, it is It is the best place to recover. Part mm-hmm. of it is that community of, of other amputees, and they are going through those same pains and same struggles that you've been through and you're going through. And so to build off each other and to build yourself as a community up is just is so empowering. Um, you have all that support staff. You have the the best people who know how to how to encourage you and move you forward from not walking to barely walking to to running a marathon you have then amazing support system at walter reed and it's just 
it's all inspiring. Yeah, it is. There, there are people that get to see people struggle every day. So when you come in with your excuses and you come <laughs> in with your, it's cold outside yeah. and it sucks. <laughs> They've been doing this for years. So they kind of say to you in, in, in the right way, hey, get over it. Right. You know, keep moving. Get up off the floor. Let's go. Yep. And Walter Reed, of course, is down the street. And it is, it's a great, great spot. And I'm glad that you guys went through it and came out of it. Obviously, you did the hand cycle at Boston very soon after, uh, a year after. Not even a year. Not even a year, which is, in, which is incredible. Uh, so you see what he does at Boston and you think. Bro, the competitor in me <laughs> yes. is like, what in the yeah. am I doing <laughs> with my life? Yeah. Stefan, not even a year out, does right. Boston. And yeah. I'm like, golly, I got to do something. And I, I, ironically, that particular day, the bomb goes off. Right. Stefan's in the hotel room mm. when it hits the news. Because you had finished. and finished. You're, yeah, right. I'm like, he's at yeah. the hotel. What do you mean he's at the hotel? Yeah. How did he finish so fast? So after, after you know, the aftermath, we're all watching it nationwide. We're mm -hmm. watching this happen to, you know, oh, in an event that we love so much. I said, I got to be a part of that next year. Wow. I don't know how. And I just got my running blades. Mm -hmm. So I made, a, I made a decision. I said, man, listen, I don't know how, but next year I'm going to be standing on that finish line. Wow. So uh, let's talk about that. Let's talk about how uh, you transitioned from cycling, which is different now you guys are runners. So you got your running blades. Like, how difficult is it to actually learn to run how to to because it's got to be an it's a whole new process or is it it is the ultimate life experience mm -hmm. most of us when we learn to run or learn to walk as a kid we don't remember learning to walk right. no no adult does now with running and walking every single bit of it is it's a process of falling and getting back up mm. and it's this it's it's a metaphor for for life again mm -hmm. it's falling down getting back up and i found that if you focus more on getting back up and not that you're falling you'll stay up longer it's it's not the mistakes that we make in life it's how do you recover from those mistakes yep focus on their getting back up not on the falling down whether it be a drug habit whether it be a, a, a anger issue whether it be whatever it is in mm -hmm. life it's getting back up again and and it works for walking for a two-year-old and it walks it works for walking as a as for me at the time it was a 33 year old right it's i got to focus on getting back up again and the more you get back up again, the longer you'll stay up. And you're talking like literally you're falling down while you're trying to run. Right. Really? Wow. That's you you're you're and, and look, you're not falling far. Right. Like four feet is far. <laughs> right. I mean you got nothing but your hands to catch. Right, you. right. And and a lot of when we walk with pants on, I remember <laughs> we went to State of the Union, we both had pants on. Yeah. And it looks like when we're falling down, if we got pants on, it looks like that we're inebriated or drunk <laughs> or whatever. Like Dude, you party too hard. <laughs> right. But that's not the case. <laughs> right. It's it's we're just uh, prosthetics are machines. Yeah. They're not as responsive and not as intelligent as, as anybody's legs. You yeah. know, you can feel if you step on uh, you know, a crack in the sidewalk. We can feel it, but sometimes it's too late. Yep. All right. So Cedric decides he's gonna do Boston. You finish the Boston on hand cycle. How do you get into running? I'd always wanted to run and I think even in the hospital, I think the the first first time uh, seeing the Olympics and Paralympics in the hospital in 2012, it was kind of one of those things like that's, I want to, I want to go back to normal. I mm -hmm. want to be who I used to be and, and go do all those, those races. And I mm -hmm. think it, it was a long process and 
in my mind, it was like, I'm going to put my legs on on the first day. I'm going to go running because <laughs> that's how that's it what works, you're right? Do. right. And, uh, got in there and it, it didn't work. And I kept going back for revision surgery after revision surgery. And finally, I got up on my legs and I was like, I'm so happy that this is this is where I'm at. And I just want to keep going. And then to get encouragement from other MPTs, especially Cedric at the beginning, made all that difference. It was like, I've got this and I'm going to keep going. Wow. Well, you started with a 5K, but doing a 5K compared to what you guys are doing now, you're doing marathons. You're doing the 10K this weekend here at Marine Corps, but you've done half marathons. You've done marathons. I mean, that's a huge difference. So how did you decide, like, what made you decide, like, I'm going to start doing doing marathons? Um, you know, you saw Boston, you were inspired there, but seeing it and being inspired to do it, actually, and then trying to figure out what the pieces are, the steps are to get there are two different things. I set a goal to run a marathon probably when Stefan finished the hand Finished cycle. the hand so, cycle. Right, well, yep, yep. I'm a competitor. I'm yep. going to run it next yep. year. You can say you're going to do a goal, but then when you actually start getting into it, yep. it's harder to do. I put my running blades on. The first time I tried running ever outside by myself, I must have fell down, scarred up everything I got. And and you know, here in D.C., when it gets hot, it gets <laughs> hot real fast and it gets real hot. Uh, I started doing my runs. I started looking for shade. So I, you, you guys got a, a trail called Capital Crescent Trail. You got it, man. Yep. And uh, I would be out on the trail probably every day. Mm. I, my, like my, my, my run would be like every day I'd be posting, you know, six miles, six miles, six miles, six miles. Mm-hmm. And after a while, I said, well, listen, you know what? Uh, I'm going to run Boston. I, I told the people over at Achilles I wanted to run Boston. So I started doing longer runs. So Capital Crescent, if you go far enough, you're going to start going into D.C. and it takes you downhill, down here by Georgetown. Yep. And if you want to go real far, you go all the way to the Lincoln. But the problem is to get distance, you got to go back uphill. And that's where I started finding out that running is not just running. Running hills with as an amputee is infinitely harder. Because you, you don't have another set of gears. Right. You got you got hips now. Whereas you have quads, you have calves, you have feet, you have ankles, all these things. We got two gears, whereas you have maybe like five or six. Yep. And it makes the load so much harder to bear. Right. Coming back uphill on that Capitol Crescent when you're coming down from, from, from Georgetown, it, it was it almost felt like that was a marathon in itself. <laughs> Well, when you run the marathon, you run Boston Marathon, Heartbreak Hill is probably a lot harder for you guys. But uh, like everybody else, you got to get through it, and it takes support to get through it. And you guys are here representing Sigma as well. Uh, I want to talk about David Cordani, who is the CEO of Sigma, and he's been an important part of both of your lives, right? Absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. Um, every year, every year down in Disney, we had done uh, either a hand cycle or we had done like the half marathon. Mm-hmm. And Dave's one of the guys that says, "Look, I'm not going to talk about helping people out. I'm going to I'm going to make myself available to 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 guide amputees of the CEO of Cigna. Yep. Is, yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah. I mean, look, the year that I did Boston in 2015, and probably the year that you did it, the, the very next year, he had a a a, uh, a stockholders meeting to do the day of the marathon. Wow, I ran a seven hour marathon. Yep. The guy gets in the car." Flies back to Hartford, does a uh, a stakeholders stockholders meeting wow. with with the folks in, in the meeting the day of the marathon. And anybody knows 2015, it's a a long run. Yeah. It was raining, snowing, 41 degrees right. at start, 
suck pretty bad. Yeah, that race is, is either hot, cold, snowy. Yeah, it's yeah. And that no was the day that was. Yeah. Yeah, I know that day was rough. He right? jumps out and goes to a stockholders meeting. Wow, yeah. um, amazing guy. Wow. And he, he he runs with me, Stefan, and a couple other guys. Yeah, and I I'm reading an article, Stefan, that. Uh, that we're a picture of you guys running together at, at Disney. Um, so was that one of your first uh, one of your first actual races running? Was it the, the longer races running? Was it Disney? That was yeah. That was my second half marathon ever. Okay. Uh, running with Dave. My first one was pretty rough, and then running mm-hmm. with David. Just the way he's able to guide well and to make it make it easier for me as a runner and safer for me as an amputee runner. Um, that was kind of one of those times like, hey, I want this guy to run Boston with me because this running Disney was pretty much as easy as it could be mm-hmm. as an amputee for me. Um, and so he, he breaks it down in his mind. He's watching for those other things. He's letting you know, hey, there's a hole up there. There's a turn right here. It's going to get steeper. He knows he knows Disney. He knows Boston by like the back of his hand. Right. Um, and he's that, that perfect guide. He's tracking what, you're, what you need to be tracking so you can just run. You don't have to remember, oh, I don't have legs. I got to look right. for that hole. I got to replan this whole thing. Well, that's awesome that he does that. You know, when you're, you know, yeah. when you're running, you're you're thinking about pace. You do like a a, a quick check on pace. Yeah. You do a hydro uh, a hydro check. You do a pace check. You do uh, runners around you, heels, photography, right. all that. Yep. If all you have to do is focus on running, putting one foot in front of the other, and somebody else is thinking about that, it'd be a lot easier. Yeah, absolutely. And you, it, and you think mentally, all right, that's taxing mentally, which is also taxing physically. If you didn't have to worry about it, how much better of a runner could you be? Could you get your PR? You probably so. Yeah, probably so. So Sigma is Cigna, Cigna is a sponsor of uh, the Achilles Freedom Team. Is that correct? And tell us about the Achilles Freedom Team. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so the Achilles Freedom Team uh, is comprised of wounded veterans, wounded, ill, and injured veterans, um, mainly amputees, paraplegics, who and blind athletes who want to race in marathons, okay. like marathons. Um, so a lot of times you pair, you get paired up with a guide, either a local guide or with someone who wants to guide, who knows how to guide. And it's great when it's David and these people are giving so much because they're sacrificing almost themselves on the run. Mm -hmm. Uh, last Boston was pretty cold as well. It was, it was in the forties, rain the whole time. It's awful. Yes. 15 and 18. You're talking about 18. Yeah. It was all, all, yeah. Both of those were awful. Yep. And to have, uh, two guides sit, uh, David Cordani and Kalen Burrows, um, a friend, a friend of mine, both mm-hmm. friends of mine, but one's the CEO, and they're both amazing athletes. Yeah. I mean, you've got ultra marathoners and Ironman runners, so they're doing amazing well, and they're going to run with me when it's so cold. Their hands are going numb, their feet are freezing, and they're running at a slower pace right. with me, and they're stopping when I need to take my leg off to to readjust my leg to wow. put another sock on, and they're just giving so much to that that when we finish, it's it's the best thing to hold hands and raise them high. I'm like, hey, we did this together. This is not an easy race for you because you have to wait for me. It's not an easy race for me because it's not easy. <laughs> yeah, you don't uh, have no. legs. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, t- t- so with the Achilles Freedom Team, I-, I see, you know, you guys out at, at races. Tell me about that because, you know, I've run a number of marathons, but, you know, I'm in the-, the general start, and, you know, you guys have a different running experience. Talk about the Boston running experience. Is it like an elite athlete or is it like – how how would you you describe it? Yeah, to, to Boston is different than any other race, uh, not just because of the, the location, but mm-hmm. they made it to where the toughest part of the marathon, where most people are running out of gas at, 
that's where the hardest part of the course yeah, is. It's so true. What, 17 to 22 is yeah. roughly about Newton. You're in right. this town called Newton. Yep. And uh, from the fire station on out, it's it's nothing but it's it's a fight, man. It's mm-hmm. a fight, and not you're they're not fighting with the course. You're not fighting with the hills. You're fighting with a part of you that says, "Hey, let's just take a break on this." Right, here. <laughs> right. And the, and and the further you go in that marathon, the more conniving that voice on the inside becomes. It becomes a super persuader. Have you ever seen a good lawyer before that comes out with the best <laughs> right, right, opening right. statements? Yeah. The voice on the inside is like, golly, you know we shouldn't be doing this. We, if we take a break now, then we, we I promise, we can run the next <laughs> right, hill. Right, you're making deals on yourself. We'll run yeah, the next yeah. hill. Let's just take a break on this one. You get to the next hill and it's like, hey, I know what I said before, but hey, for real, it's time. <laughs> and it's that way all the time. And it's a fight with the yeah. person on the inside, man. Yeah. Hey, there's a jail right here. Let's just get two jails. No, we don't need two jails. And it's a constant fight. I will tell you this. Uh, Boston was the greatest group of experience. I think I've done Boston four times now. Wow. And it's it's uh it's probably the best experience that I've had as far as showing me what's on the inside. And very rarely do we ever get a chance to find out who we are right. until tough t- until it's too late, you know, until until the doc says, Hey you got cancer. Exactly. Or until they say, Hey look, the kids got leukemia, whatever. That's when you get to figure out who you are. All too often, people don't sign up for marathons and they forego this experience to find out who they really are on the inside. Yep. Just so happens, Stefan and I get to a start line in Hopkinton, which is nowhere near Boylston Street, and <laughs> you got to just slay all day. Yep. It's like being in a heavyweight fight for six, seven hours, and you're fighting with the person on the inside of you every single step, man. And and so the 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 main start I believe is at ten. Do you guys start earlier than that? Start at eight fifty. Eight 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 fifty. Yeah, okay. We start early, and I think the one of those main reasons is safety. Yeah. Um, if we're in the crowd and we're trying to weave around people, right. it's just way more dangerous because right. our legs them. are swinging right. now. We, right. kick, we can kick people. Right. Whereas if we start at the, at the beginning, get off to the side, everyone runs right past us. They don't have to worry about I don't, they don't have to worry about safety for their race, and we don't have to worry about our safety because they're not swerving in and out yep. between us. Um, I think um, it's it's interesting to have that early start because we get to see like the course as it's calm and then we get to see when we're finishing and it's yeah. the crowd is amazing in Boston all 26 miles it's they're there yeah it is it, there's I mean I love Marine Corps love Marine Corps love New York but you know there's you know nothing like the Boston Marathon for sure you know with the way we start we're probably one of the only athletes to ever get the chance to see how how much faster the elites are than oh we are. yeah 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 Every year, yeah. the elites come by, and I swear to myself, <laughs> all right, we're going to run with them for as long as we can. Yeah. I made the big mistake of uh, the year Meb won it. Yep. Uh, I said, well, I'm, I, I don't get a chance to meet Meb. I'm not going to ask him <laughs> for an autograph, but I'm going to be ahead of him for a little while. And the first thing you see is the motorcycles. They go yep. past you with the, with the cameras on. Yep. And, and, then, and then next thing you see is two policemen come by, right? And you're like, okay. And then the cameras. And then you hear... <laughs> not stomping just yeah light as a feather and 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 sure enough they come by you like ghost or something yeah like, you couldn't like, stay with them for yeah i i try i tried staying with yeah, them. Yeah. and i said well look the hell with it i'm gonna just go <laughs> and i stuck with them for maybe about 
mm, 10 feet. Maybe. That's pretty good, uh, man. Got 10 <laughs> feet. And, and, then, and then I was like, you guys got it. Guys so so for, for perspective, like what are you guys, it takes you about seven hours to do marathons or is that, is that about right? That's yeah, my best time. The best yeah, time? Sub yeah. seven is. Sub seven yeah. is a good, really good time. Yeah. Wow. So, and, and we're talking about for the audience and we'll tweet it. We'll, we'll have a picture. I'll, I'll be with the two guys, Stefan and Cedric. And these are fit guys. So you're out there for a long time. So obviously you know, running with the, the, the blades is, is slowing you down because you, you know. It, it's like a work day. Yeah. It's a work day. Yeah, it's, it's, it's almost an eight-hour work day, which is, which is incredible, even more inspiring. Uh, you guys are also profiled in, in a book that uh, our guy David Cordani, uh, he co-authored with Dick Tram. Uh, the book is Courage to Go Forward. Um, do they tell, they tell your story in the book? Like, what, 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 uh, yeah, tell me about the, the book and kind of the process of being a part of it. Yeah, so uh, Dick Trom and David Cordani wrote a book, and it's about the coming together of the two organizations, Cigna and Achilles, and kind of focusing on, on profiles, they call them Profiles of Courage, and they're looking at these people who have used their micro-communities to build themselves up and build other people up and go out there and do great things, and especially in the running world. Um, and we have both parts in that book about mm-hmm. ourselves and then about how that community especially with achilles has created that environment to to let us build to our true potential that's awesome yeah very good i i i'm going to i'm going to get the book it looks like you can get the book wherever books are sold uh amazon barnes and nobles or barnes and noble down the street here i might go pop in there and see if it's there uh very cool to be part of a book i mean right right cedric absolutely uh i think there's a lot of people out there that want to know all right how are these guys doing mm-hmm. and you try to fit in your mental space how how can a guy not just start walking not just start running but run the the pinnacle of our of our community yep. of our sport and uh it's just one step at a time man yeah it's just one step at a time we started just running uh maybe i don't know not even quarters. I, I started running like for, for a minute straight. See, see if I can run a yeah, minute. Yeah. And, then, and then I think maybe after a month of running a minute, I, I, I probably ran maybe two minutes. And then I got up to where wow. I was running quarters, you know. Sometimes we do quarters for hit training, you know. Right. But for, for, for me, that was like the workout. Get to a quarter. And then maybe see if you can run a quarter with a break in between. That would be your workout. And if you continue mm. to do that day after day after day consistently – you you could get up to a marathon, but you could get up to doing anything, anything. I do half Ironmans. Wow! I, 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 it's just it's something that you just continue to go for. It. Stefan does biking, running, swimming. We we both do that. It's just it's continuing to put yourself back in the ring again. And I, I did want to ask, like, how much can you guys actually train and work out? I mean, I would imagine that y- you're not able to work out probably as much as before you had when, when you had legs, but is it is it a few times a week like what are we talking about there's a, there's a limit on running i think yeah making it a different thing that's why swimming and cycling and, and running we mix them up mm-hmm. um i mean especially after the boston marathon i schedule about a month off to be okay. in my wheelchair because i'm going to destroy my legs right. um i'm going to get to the end they're going to be bleeding right I have tons of blisters and right. i just you were taking your leg end. off during the i mean that's incredible yeah. to me man yeah, yeah. so um, so you take a month off after that right yeah so it, there's there's that mix of I can push myself to only so far, and then I have to I have to tone it back because I'm going to hurt myself. I'm mm-hmm. not going to be able to run. Like if I if I go too crazy on a training run, I'm yep. going to be out for a week. So I got to I got to measure that 
that ability and then switch it up and change things hand cycling regular cycling swimming and, and keep fit yeah and same same for you i mean yeah, and so absolutely. it sounds like almost every day i mean yeah, yeah you could actually when when this becomes your job yeah you know it, it's not so crazy to look at right most people that are listening to this they have a full-time job sure. and they train on the side mm-hmm. for me it's a little bit different uh i i do have a full-time job but i also train full-time right train full-time too we got disney coming up yep uh, after this and that's a that's a 48.6 mile uh four-day event so you're doing all four so you do you do the 5k yep. 10k half and the full four days we've done it twice already that's unbelievable it's not it's not actually it's actually easier when you do it that way because the five and the 10k actually give you great warm-up right right so the half is probably your best half that you ever get right right and by the time you get to the full it's just it's a gut check the yeah just, just get through check. it yeah, yeah. But you grow, but you grow as a person. Man. Yeah, yeah. You grow as a person. So many of us, we chase after things we want in life without trying to be a better person. Yep. It's it's you become a better you, then you get better stuff, then your life improves. It's it's you have to be a better you, and how do you get a better you? Challenges. Yep. Well, you guys continue to challenge yourself. So what's so we know that the the ten k is this weekend. But what's next? You mentioned Disney. Like you're doing half Ironmans. Is there a full Ironman in the future? Like what is it? Like what is next for you guys? I did Ironman Louisville. So you did Ironman. Well, I did. I did. Hey, well, I, the bike the bike broke. The bike broke oh, a mile thirty yeah. thirty five. <sighs> the the derailleur went through the spokes, and I had nice wheels too. Zips wheels were <laughs> pricey, man. The derailleur <laughs> went right through my spokes. Oh man. no! So I got to get a new a new set of spokes, man. Um, but so you uh, weren't able to finish that. I wasn't able oh, to finish. But okay. this, that's my second attempt at a full okay. Ironman. Okay. Um, full Ironman is just it's a once again it's no different than a marathon, and I'm going to talk Stephanie into doing one. Yeah. But it's just no different than it, and, and it's just staying on the course, refusing to get up, silencing that voice, mm-hmm. getting back in it, and just you keep know. going. Keep, yep. Just keep at it. Yeah. The only people get to the finish lines because they just stayed with it a little bit longer than the next guy. Yep. That's it. Uh, so for you, um, he's obviously going to convince you to do an <laughs> Iron Man, <laughs> a full Iron Man. But what else is on the schedule? Disney coming up for you? Uh, Disney's coming this up. Winter? We got yeah. some more races. Yeah. Um, even though it's cold, most other places. But living in Florida. Yeah. Um, still doing some wake surfing. Uh, Katie and I, my fiance and I, are getting married in February. So <sighs> awesome, man! School and. Yeah marriage yeah. and training it's so it's schedule. a full schedule man that's awesome well dude it's, uh fellas it's it's been great um really I, I have chills like talking to these two guys inspiring guys uh the book is courage to go forward definitely check that out i'm going to skip immediately to uh the parts about my boys here cedric and stefan but i'm sure the entire book is awesome uh, can you so, can you just let everybody know yeah these are the the and if you haven't already said it yeah. All the proceeds go to Achilles. I did which, not say which that. Which makes which makes these races possible. Yep. For guys like Stefan and I. Yep. Uh, we it costs money to go. In, no question. And register for Boston Marathon. It's not cheap. Nope. They get forty to fifty guys in our full marathon. Chicago, Boston. We just did Chicago. He just did Detroit last last week. Yep. Wow. Uh, we're doing uh, Marine Corps this week. Some guys are doing New York. We did uh, Army Ten Mile. And they pay for the hotel, the flights out, the registration fee, the gear, any and the meals the, for the whole weekend. Every single LA, yeah, uh, all these races, these big time races, it costs a lot. And uh, Achilles makes sure that guys like us 
get a chance to compete, man. If wow. you had a, a running chapter that did all this for you at no expense to the athlete, it's amazing. That is incredible. Amazing. That is incredible. Every year. Yeah. So buy the book, all the proceeds, which is very cool. I'm glad you mentioned that. Go to the Achilles Freedom Team of Wounded Vets. Um, we're going to tweet out a picture of the guys. They're both wearing their Achilles Freedom Team polos. Uh, so that's courage to go forward. Also, uh, also, I mean, Cigna. I, I mean, is is my new favorite company. <laughs> Literally, they have, they've been an amazing support to you guys. Uh, so. Very cool stuff, and and really, you got inspiring guys. So next time you're in town, seriously, next time you guys are in town, I'm going to get an event together at the stores. We're going to have you guys talk. We're going to do some more of this. I mean, tell your stories because they are amazing stories. Yeah. Uh, so we'll 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 sign you up for that. I'm I'm signing you up for it right <laughs> absolutely, now. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all right, at Cedric King, Stephen Leroy, uh, they join us on Pace the Nation. Thank you so much, fellas. Thanks so much, much, Chris. All right, there they go. Stefan and Cedric, two inspiring guys. They are part of the Achilles Freedom Team. This is Space the Nation. We're going to take a quick break and be right back after this. All right, thanks again to Cedric King and Stefan Leroy, who joined us here on Pace the Nation. Their book is Courage to Go Forward. Uh, great guys, great guys. They're going to come back in, in, in town. Uh, they did the Army 10-Miler, and next time in town, they promised to do an event with the stores. Really dynamic. Oh, cool. Really, really cool guys, so really appreciate joining uh, them joining us. Uh, check out the Achilles International Freedom Team. We'll tweet out links to that. And, of course, get your book, Courage to Go Forward. Uh, very, very cool book. All right, so they were here for the Marine Corps Marathon. Um, let's stick with the Marine Corps Marathon and a story that I saw uh, yesterday about uh, the shirt that there was a much discussion about. The shirt that was given to all the running, uh, the, the marathon participants was, uh, and we'll tweet out a picture of the shirt, it was a sublimated picture of runners running the 2017 marine corps marathon so they had random faces and it was just a big crowd can you show me the picture he's he just pulled out his uh thousand dollar phone and this great piece of technology has eleven thousand three hundred and forty six unread emails (laughs) (laughs) yes it does so this is it all right, so Tess has found wow. a picture of the phone. I think I, mean, I feel comfortable saying this is the worst shirt. race shirt I've ever seen. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what, if what if your face was on that, though? What if you were one of the people on a shirt? Well, I, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, you know, they, they uh, did this the Marine Corps Marathon. Uh, they, they kind of poked fun at themselves uh, mm-hmm. this past week, and we'll tweet out this video uh, called Mean Tweets. Mm-hmm. And one of the tweets was, uh, can you imagine if your face was on that and, you know, if someone is wearing your face for the next 20 years, if they're wearing that shirt for the next 20 years. They're not going to be wearing that shirt for 20 <laughs> years. <laughs> um, other other tweets was uh, were, uh, you know, Marine Corps Marathon. Uh, 2016 shirt was so awful. There's no way that they can uh, do worse than that. Uh, Marine Corps Marathon 2018 says, hold my beer. Mm-hmm. I always think those are kind of funny where they say hold my the, beer. The hold my beer thing? Yeah, yep. And so mm. they go and make a uh, worse one. 
But you know, I, like just Marines to do a little bit of an aside on, here, on sl- it looks like a marine threw up a bunch of skittles. Yeah, so just it, you can you can see the video. It was okay. it was kind of pretty. It was pretty funny, and I, I love that the staff made fun of themselves. But let's do an aside on the hold my beer thing. Uh-huh. The original hold my beer was very funny. Now mm-hmm. it's just derivative. Okay, I don't even know what the original was. But well, whoever came up with that originally, and right. and kind of in the original context, but I think it's overplayed. All right, I could, I could, I could, uh, yeah, I, I could finally agree with you on something there. Okay, um, but I, I do think it's kind of cool that they did this and they made fun of themselves. I had not, I was not familiar with the whole mean tweets thing, but mm-hmm. apparently that's what? a thing. It's a Jimmy Kimmel thing. It's okay. hilarious. It's okay. a, it's like this bit where they have, but the people who read them, they read a tweet about themselves. Right, it's and a, that's, it's that's a, basically what the Marine Corps was doing. They were reading this about themselves. Well, they were reading about the shirt, but they were yeah. taking ownership of yeah, the yeah, shirt. Yeah. No, it's a great, it's a great bit. So uh, they're they also kind of that's a bit derivative <laughs> 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 that they that they just took a Jimmy Kimmel right. bit and did it. Wow, well, hey, I thought it was funny. I mean, mm-hmm. well, Tess, you said it was um, one of the worst shirts you've ever seen. I mean, I think race shirts in general are over, mm-hmm. and we all need to move on from them and do better I, I, premiums. I, but agree, I agree with that. If you're going to do a race shirt, do it well, and that was not executed well. Well, here's here's my counter a little bit to that. I mean, it's uh, it, there's no such thing as bad publicity. I mean, if you'd made if you'd made an average shirt. Mm-hmm. No one would talk about it. We wouldn't spend a segment on... Uh, I've never talked about a race shirt up until this point, right. I think. Yeah, on this On this show. On this show. So we're I'll, spending time on it. Although I do... I, I did tell Kathy one time that I liked how race shirts now are technical t-shirts mm-hmm. and not cotton t-shirts. Yes. I think that... Do you guys that's still kind do of a cotton standard. shirts? No, I think that's a standard. I did a, I did a race technical. somewhere, and I'm not going to say which race it was, and I got a cotton t-shirt, and I was like, What? I would say that standard that they're, that they're they're technical shirts. The only thing I would say that they're actually transitioning back to cotton, like a tri blend, like a really cool like you know material cotton. That I think that actually is becoming that more you can in run vogue. in, eh, that you can maybe hang out in. Mm-hmm. I think that's more in vogue than actually the the, the, the yeah. I'd agree shirt. with that because also like the technical shirts, half the time it's top to guess your size, yeah. and then the technical quality is an awesome in every shirt that you're going to get. So you might not even run in it. So I'd rather have a shirt that I just kick around in and actually wear. I like to wear my, my race shirts, uh, when I go run. Yeah. Well, I, I agree. I like to use them for, well, this race shirt, I I haven't seen around town in the last, Mm, I haven't seen it yet. I think you're going to see a lot of Goodwill MCM (laughs) shirts. (laughs) They're gonna um, be they're gonna be somewhere in in some village in Africa with Buffalo them. Bills uh, Super Bowl championship t shirts. I applaud them for I applaud them for uh, for for doing something out of the box. It was very very you know it was it was very different. Mm-hmm. Maybe not my taste, but but it's the same that little half turtleneck thing. It's <laughs> it's terrible. That's their thing. That's their thing. That's their thing. The mock turtleneck is their thing. I mean, maybe. I'm I don't think it's a mock. Should. It's a real turtleneck. It's it's a small turtle. Yeah, I, I'm not saying it should be their thing, but mm-hmm. um, I'm glad that you landed uh, squarely on the other side of this one, Tess. Um, it's good <laughs> you took a stance. On I feel strongly. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that marathon happened two weeks ago. This weekend, mm-hmm. it was the New York City Marathon. Um, oh. You know, one of one of the you know greatest two weeks of the year is Marine Corps Marathon, followed up by the uh, New York City Marathon. Um, awesome performances there. They got a pretty good weather day. A uh, couple of former guests and maybe 
Pace the Nation fans were part of it. Uh, Sarah Sellers was mm-hmm. uh, probably the top podcast guest finisher. Where, where, where did she finish? 18th place. She 18th. was not the top uh, finisher at Farley. Oh, really? Molly Huddle. Molly Huddle. Finished. Uh, yep. Molly Huddle. Good five. call. Yep. Mm-hmm. So Molly Huddle was, what place was Molly? Fourth. Fourth place. Um, so Sarah Sellers, Molly Huddle. Uh, Sarah the, Sellers got the Olympic A standard, though this she race did. which wow. was what she was going yeah, for she had a good pr mm-hmm. uh, i also want to mention sam palmer who ran uh she, who paced me in breaking three uh she ran uh two probably 232 or 233 so got a got a uh, qualifying time for i think that's an a qualifying time is under 236 you said i yeah, think, I think she 237 was, is yeah. the cutoff okay so i think sam was was 15th so a ton of good uh a good good uh performances there what well, where did the women i mean the women were most I mean, notable american women just knocked it out of the park yeah. so you have four in the top seven mm-hmm. um so shalane of course coming in at third place uh, so she ran this year faster than last year and you really? know sometimes it's just a question of who shows up the race and, right. and you don't know how anybody else is going to do on the day but she smoked them and had a great time out third. there wow okay. yeah but That's then you cool. have molly huddle in fourth yep. desi in sixth yep. ali wow. Kiefer in seventh wow. uh, steph bruce i think was in 11 so just strong showing so four in the top seven and then littered in the top 20 with with american women wow that's incredible it's a strong pack i yeah. think 2020 is going to be a good year um on the men's side uh just a couple of notes there um our friend tom mccarney ran mm-hmm. um he, he did a great job you uh, mean non-listener tom yeah, mccarney non- yeah i don't know why mm-hmm. <laughs> um Bernard yeah. Legat was going after Meb's record of 212. Mm-hmm. Uh, he ran 217, went out at 212 pace, which is about five minute pace, and then kind of fell off and waddled in at like 550s. Do we call like that. that waddling? <laughs> no, not really. Um, but Meb also ran, I believe. Is that right? Yeah, but he was cruising. Yeah. Uh, he was running for charity. So I think okay. it was 310 ish. Oh, wow. Uh, but there are a couple other little celebs. Wait a minute. McCarney beat Meb. Yes, yeah. he did. <laughs> oh, I think McCarney ran three hundred seven. He yeah. ran three hundred seven. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, oh but my gosh. he was just cruising, like you said. So yeah, let's not what a McCarney. feather in his cap. <laughs> yeah. uh, but other notable f- performances, right? Yeah. So you had um, Estonian president Kirsty Kaliulaid. Wow. Um, so I mean, Estonia, Baltic state, small country, but mm-hmm. you know, this is the second there. episode in a row that we've talked about Estonia. Really? Wait, seriously? Yeah, because didn't Rick Nealis run a marathon in Estonia? <laughs> yeah. <Right. laughs> That's right. So yeah. I guess they traded places. So their president <laughs> yeah. showed ah. up. So she, since she's a visiting head of state. Wait a minute. State, You're saying that the the director of a marathon in the United States has the equal standing as the president <laughs> yes. of right. yes. a Baltic state? Maybe it's an exchange program. Yeah. I'm mm. not sure. Um, but so she, as a visiting dignitary, has to have um, Secret Service accompany right. her. Right. So she had these two Secret Service agents flanking her the entire race wow. and they only got a couple days notice ahead of time that they were running a marathon uh-huh. um, so i just kind of want to know what's going on behind That's the scenes crazy. at the secret service like, do you have a short list of people ready right. at any moment who <laughs> to can run, run a marathon yeah, yeah. well I, I have think you done it, 20 mile training runs yeah in the last so month? if you look at so mason brayman and bill or so the two guys who flanked her have respectively run 56 and 28 marathons okay, so they're so obviously run ready marathon. to go so yeah so I wonder if she chooses them because of that. That's interesting. I don't think her. she gets to choose the no, people. No, they were assigned. They were assigned okay. to her. Gotcha. Okay. That, okay. that would be kind of a cool detail, though. Yeah. Like to be the running Secret Service. Yeah. I, I don't think that the current president uh, runs, but there have been presidents in the past that yeah. would go out for occasional runs. And, and they also, when they go out for their runs, they have to have their, their staff. Absolutely. When I'm president, I'm getting like, 
oh, legit man, the fit. On, yeah, yeah they are, <laughs> right. are going to get fit. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that was very... Estonian president. Wow. Um, and good uh, recall there, Docs. Estonia in the news twice mm-hmm. here on Pace and Well, it's geography. I know yeah. you were on top of that, too. <laughs> right. Um, other notable marathon uh, finishes this past weekend. Uh, former guest Haruni, and you know I can't quite remember what country she's from. Uh, Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka. <laughs> yep, Sri Lanka. Yeah, that was a whole thing on that show. As well. uh, I, I think yeah. even on that show we said he don't even bother explaining it. She, he won't remember. <laughs> she ran two thirty eight at the Indy uh, nice. Monumental Marathon, so that gives her probably a spot on at least the World Championship team, if not the marathon yeah. team for uh, for twenty twenty for Sri Lanka. Good for her. So that was very, very cool. So um, a lot of good stuff marathon-wise happening this time of year. The Richmond Marathon this weekend. Oh, that's three in a row? Mm-hmm. Yeah, three in a row. Mm. A lot going on. So, all right. This podcast, of course, is sponsored by Pacers Running. Pacers Running with five area DC locations. Pacers Running is for every run. Uh, we have the... Veterans Day race this weekend, followed by a number of turkey trots in the area. We put on the Fairfax Turkey Trot and time a few others. And then, of course, the Fairfax Four Miler coming up uh, at the end of the year, December 31st. So a lot of great races that you can still sign up for today. Um, We've talked a lot about former guests on the show today. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another former guest kind of in the news or making news. All right. I'm going to tell everybody they need to do this. So stop what you're doing right now. Okay. And go vote for Daryl General, who is in the running for the 2018 Hometown Hero Coach of the Year. Uh, he's up against five other participants, and we've had him on the show before. Uh, you can go check out runwashington.com. Uh, you can see a story about this that Charlie's done. Uh, you can also, it has a link to the interview that we did with him uh, a few episodes back. Uh, talks about his five times qualifying for the Olympic marathon trials, two times winning the Marine Corps marathon, but mostly, I mean, the lives that he has impacted and changed at George Marshall high school uh, has been just amazing. And there are so many of his former athletes who are stumping for him, campaigning for him uh, for this award. $25,000 goes to Daryl if he wins the award. So please go vote, uh, on this uh, election day, go vote for Daryl General. Does the money go to him or the school? The money goes to him. And and he's a guy who, uh, again, you can go back a few episodes back and listen to our podcast. And, I mean, he's a guy who, who really, um, you know, has, has worked. He was working two, jobs, full-time two full-time jobs while, jobs while training at an Olympic uh, uh, trials yeah. level. Whoa. Yeah. So he, I mean, he's a guy who's who's grinded and, and, and he has worked so hard for everything uh twenty five thousand dollars to him would, it would be, be awesome. awesome it would be awesome Absolutely if you could get awesome. it and just to just to clarify since this uh show is being recorded on election day but not right. uh <laughs> right. released on election day you can still vote yes um right so you, you didn't miss it the space-time continuum doesn't matter for this you did however lose out on an opportunity to write me in if you That's didn't true. do that well i'm uh, sure people did that if, today. and thank you I, I guess i should thank everybody for writing yeah. me in you should actually you should vote farley and you should write me in a couple places i will i will, I will uh, do now that i now i do encourage you to vote yes how when's the last day to vote for daryl general yeah voting closes uh friday november 16th plenty uh, of time so you got a few days you only have a couple of days couple actually days, yeah, there's so. a space-time continuum gap 
Yes. Yeah, so it's going to so, take you three seconds on the internet. Yeah, I mean, literally, mm-hmm. go to runwashington.com mm-hmm. right now. We'll wait for 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 Daryl General. Yep, we are let's, waiting. Let's gi- let's give them thirty seconds of silence okay. to go vote. Go vote. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time with silence, but yeah. I'm, you're, you're typing away, voting. Yep, mm-hmm. right now. Ooh. Yep. Okay. Don't nope. Don't click on that ad. Yeah. <laughs> and you go can th- you can listen to our you can do the ad back, later. You can go back and listen to our show later mm-hmm. on that link. But uh, Charlie's posted it, uh, vote for Hometown Hero. And he's put it right there on the site where all you have to do is go. No excuses. No excuses. Vote, mm-hmm. for, vote for Dale General. Thank you for voting, everybody. Yes, thank you. Do you know, um, this is a quiz for you guys. Do you know what recent guest also went to George Marshall High School where Daryl General coaches? Uh, a recent guest. Yeah, we talked about that. Did we? B. Switzer? Yes. Catherine Switzerland. Yes. <laughs> Good job. She, we talked about that yeah. she was a. Oh, that's right. George, uh, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, we did. I forget these. Mm-hmm. And by recent guest, this was two <laughs> like, two episodes ago. Right. Mm-hmm. Correct. Finally, want to thank everybody uh, for all the support that you gave to uh, the Jennifer Bush Lawson Foundation and my dancing that happened this past week. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, it went well. Um, I'm off to a dance lesson right now, so I've got to rush out of here. But yeah. uh, thank you for your contribution. Um, I know I was close to winning or winning uh, the uh, the amount of, of donations <laughs> that go to uh, the Jennifer Bush Lawson Foundation. So uh, thanks to the Pacers Nation Nation. Uh, Pace the Nation Nation. Yeah, the Pace the Nation and Pacers, Nation. And Pacers Nation. Yeah, for, for making that happen. Um, shall we uh, record every scenario? <laughs> no, like no. let's do it let's just 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 it was to horrible be, no well, i mean let's just talk about like let's just do one just in case you have extreme stage fright and yeah. didn't make it to the well, dance let's i will talk say, about that i will say that i had the we had the the uh dress rehearsal on friday yeah we yeah. saw the sneak peek and on twitter I, I, I don't know if i've ever been that nervous i've done you know hundreds of races yeah. i have never been that nervous and it was not good what makes you is it the people watching is it it's just performing? so bad <laughs> I'm just so bad at it, and it's yeah. I mean, it's is it because you can't have any alcohol? Well, that's part of it. But uh, 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 one, of the, one of the savvy vets said they took a shot before the uh, yeah before the event. Can last I year. can I give you some advice? Yes, please. Don't drink before. Right, <laughs> that's probably good <laughs> advice. Yeah. Uh, but the point is, thank I you. I think I think that uh, don't drink before you're going to do a great job. Thank you. Uh, and it. It doesn't matter if you nail it. It's it's all about no just getting out there and doing it and having fun. I, I, I think that's good advice. I think people can also see if you're nervous. Right. So the more relaxed you are, the better totally. it's going to go. Yeah. All right. Great advice. Uh, it went awesome. Uh, no need to record any other you, scenarios. You did great, Chris. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Great show, guys. Um, Tess, I want to apologize if we went too much on a tangent about our phones. I mean... It was maybe a little much. You know, um, I got raised by a software engineer, okay. so there's right, no way around fine. it. Okay. Why are you only apologizing to Tess? <laughs> yes, I don't know. <laughs> Not to all of our listeners or me. All right. That's it- Wamey Docs for Death Strike. I'm Chris Farley. This is episode 173 in the books. This is Space Nation. We'll see you next week.